So we're on. This is the podcast, Old Dirty Benches. We called it Old Dirty Benches because you probably are not allowed to use the word bitch on some of these <laughs> user agreements. <laughs> so essentially, we're going to be um, covering white collar crime, and we're also going to be doing some movie or series reviews. Um, we want it to be lighthearted, humorous discussions regarding crimes of the powerful. So a lot of times white collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions that give them the opportunity to um, do all sorts of crimes that include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. Um, we will also discuss real cases related um, articles, other podcasts, documentaries, movies related to the crime, etc. And then on opposite weekends, we're going to be reviewing different movies that we've watched that maybe came out in the theater or on some of the streaming platforms, etc. So with that, I'm going to introduce myself. My name is JD. Um, my pseudonym is going to be Jules Donuts. I'd like to think that that's my alter ego stripper <laughs> name. My cohort. 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 <laughs> Would you like to introduce yourself? Well, now I, I'm sad I don't have like a cool superhero <laughs> name like you. <laughs> so if you're, what is it again? Joel's Donuts. I feel like I would probably, if I was going to go work at a stripper club, I would have like donut tapestries hanging from my mouth. <laughs> All right. Well, there's really been some thought here. Um, I'm going to be Patty Popcorn then. <laughs> You know, for no good reason, really. Okay. I, I, I don't want to be left out of the secret name club, so. <laughs> um, we're not professionals. We barely know what Shocking. we're doing. We actually had my 18-year-old son help us get this set up. Um, he kind of walked us through it and then had us watch a YouTube video, which helped tremendously. Um, outside of that... Uh, I would like to consider myself a criminologist, so I'll, I'll have a little bit of knowledge or expertise on that. Um, but otherwise, we just kind of wanted to get together. We both think we're hilarious, whether or not anybody <laughs> else will think that. that we are. <laughs> Remains to be seen. All right. So let's get down to business. Here we go. For this week's review, as far as the movies go, we both watched Escape at Danamora, which is a true crime story directed by Ben Stiller. Came out in 2018. Um, what did you think about it? I liked it. I was surprised. Uh, little backstory. JD and I almost never agree on movies. That's actually true. <laughs> But she will have an explanation for the movie that you never thought of <laughs> and will make it way better. I'm more like I watch it and I'm like, no, that sucked. And then she's like, oh, no, this was true life. And, da, da, da. and I'm like, OK, now I don't hate it as much. So that look forward to that. Okay. <laughs> that's that's probably true. I think I like to look at the human aspect of the characters and then maybe what the director was going for or the writers of the script um, and then try to humanize whatever's happening or apply it to like what's going on. Um, maybe, you know, for the context as far as like um, time, you know, given whether it takes place in the 80s, etc. Um, I'm kind of a nerd that way. I don't know how else to explain it. Um, but I really, I liked this series. When I first heard the story, I thought it was crazy because it's about two um, inmates that escape from a prison. And uh, one of the staff members at the prison actually helps them escape. Right. So 
what I kind of took from um, some of the research I did this week that um, Ben Stiller did a lot of research. If you haven't seen it, uh, it's available on Showtime. You can watch it there if you have the subscription. He did a phenomenal job. I actually didn't even know that um, he he was had directed it, um, you know, uh, until they were getting ready to release the movie. And then I didn't have time to watch it until recently. So really, really good. Um, so the prison that they escaped from is in upstate New York. Um, they actually escaped in 2015. Like we said, though, the movie came out in 2018. And a lot of the filming was actually done at the prison. From what I understand, um, Ben Stiller had requested that DOC let them come in and do some of the filming. They were saying no. And then he reached out to Governor Cuomo and he said, no, we'd love to have you at the prison. <laughs> what a sh- another shocker. <laughs> Good old Governor Cuomo. <laughs> so they opened the doors and in came the cast. And the staff, um, they were at the prison. Eric Jensen, who's actually one of um, the prison cards, uh, cards, guards, <laughs> um, who spent a lot of time in the tailor shop with Tilly. Uh, he actually was an advisor on the set. So he helped to kind of tell, like, what was going on during that time. Um, okay, can I just stop you briefly <laughs> to say <laughs> that for me, this movie was freaky because (laughs) Patricia Arquette looks similar to me. So you know what made me laugh so much was I was like, are you watching it? And you were like, yeah, I feel like Patricia Arquette looks like I would if I was in prison. (laughs) And I couldn't stop laughing. Um, So that... (laughs) Like, people have said to me places, are you the girl from that movie? Not this movie, but specifically when she was in the Nightmare on Elm Street 5 or whatever. Okay. I was waitressing at that time, and people would be like, is that, are we you in that movie? And I'm like, yeah, now I'm a cocktail waitress, so sure, (laughs) yep, yep, it's me. So we do look similar, and that freaked me out. Um, I felt bad about myself when you were watching it. I was like, damn, I need to lose weight. You know, so I actually read that she gained anywhere from 40 to 60 pounds for this movie. When you see the side-by-side of her and Tilly, um, Joyce Mitchell, mm-hmm. they look a lot alike. Yeah, they do. So they did really good with as far as, like, the makeup and then her getting into character. I thought she did amazing. I know she was um, nominated for and won some awards. Yeah, I can't remember which one. I but. think it was Screen Actors, at least. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Um, she did really good. Um, Richard Matt is played by Benicio, Benicio Del Toro, yeah, um, who uh, is an amazing actor, but sometimes scares me yeah. as far as like his roles that he plays. He's um, always in like intense roles. Yes, yeah, roles that you wouldn't like. You wouldn't want to be friends with this guy. <laughs> Richard playing Richard Matt, I, I really thought he did a good job. Um, you know, especially after I did some more reading on who Richard Matt was, um, and then seeing him in that series, I thought he uh, did really good. And then David Sweat, who's Paul, uh, played by Paul Dano, um, apparently he had gained like around twenty pounds and actually uh, beefed himself up because David Sweat was a little bit more athletic and stuff, and he's not normally like that. Um, so Richard Matt, um, spoiler alert, actually ends up dead at the end of the manhunt. Um, so they spent a lot of time sitting down with David Sweat and talking to him about what had happened. Um, so we can get into that a little bit. Um, but I, I think, I don't know about you, but so I'm kind of like watching this whole series and wondering about Tilly, um, and 
for all intents and purposes, Tilly Joyce Mitchell hates this series because she keeps sticking to her story that she never had any sort of sexual relationship right. um, with David Sweat. She does admit that something happened to between her and Richard Matt. Um, I did see an interview where she um, choked up and started crying um, and talked about how he had forced her to give him head. Um, but the way it's told in the series um, is essentially that they were constantly having sexual relations, right? Um, ben Stiller said that he did a lot of research and looked at the investigative reports. He talked to David Sweat. David Sweat actually said, no, we never had any sort of... Um, I don't know, intercourse or whatever. Uh, but <laughs> or whatever. Based, <laughs> based on witness accounts and stuff, they're like, no, stuff was happening. Um, you know, and, and of course they used her. But I also think that she played a large part and wanted to have some of that stuff happen between them. Um, so when she first gets arrested in the series and she's kind of sitting there and she's like, she looks um, like the Hamburglar, that part. <laughs> I love that Patricia Arquette is like, am I going to get fired for this? Am I going to lose my job? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, that's the least of what's going to happen to you. <laughs> um, and then she gets asked, um, "Do you, did you do anything wrong? And she says, no, not really. I don't think so. So I think in her head, she really wasn't so-called doing anything wrong. Um, but ultimately, let, we know the details is that she steals or sneaks them um, tools that they use for their escape. So when I was, oh, sorry. When I was watching <laughs> this, what I was thinking about, because it wasn't just her that was doing I mean, there was that other guy guard, too, that was... He didn't help them, but he would give them contraband and stuff. Yeah. He was doing favors. So they were, <sighs> from what I read, they were actually on honor block, which um, you can only be on that particular floor uh, for good behavior. Okay. So they, I guess, at the prison, if you're on honor block, at, at least at this uh, prison... They'll allow privileges. you, yes, you you know how they showed in the series, like, you could have a sheet up? Because I was like, how the fuck are they allowing them to have some sheet so that you can't see what they're doing in there? Yeah. But apparently on this honor block, they're allowed to do that. And he they, could paint. Yep, you could, you could paint. You could have a TV, even though they would get on you a little bit about that. Apparently um, on this honor block, if you were having good behavior, then they would allow you to do certain things. Like, you could wear a, a, a hood a sweatshirt or something or have like more civilian type clothing because even in the series they kind of show that and I was like how is that why yeah. isn't anybody calling them out on that right but what it made me think was I mean we all know that our justice quote unquote system has challenges yes but not only that like I don't really think about people who work as guards and then they're just people they have issues as well and they're bringing that to their job yeah and so it makes an imperfect system even more imperfect <laughs> than you even consider because you have all these backstories i just i never consider that but that movie made me think about it for sure. Yeah, I know as part of the the state's investigation, once they found out that they had escaped and then they started looking at what happened, um, they had figured out that a lot of stuff was going unchecked in there. You know, that the COs or the correction officers were allowing a lot of this contraband to come in and they weren't doing their proper checks as staff members were entering the facility mm -hmm. to basically prevent something like that happening or occurring. Um, you know, it's interesting that you bring up, like, they're imperfect. Um, you know, they, they're trying to come in and do a job. A lot of times um, people think that or, you know, forget the fact that they are human beings that are coming in to do a job. Uh, I know just from working in the field that um, these correction officers 
they get paid shitty money. Um, you know, sometimes it's uh, 15 to $18 an hour. They are overworked. Um, they don't get to see their families because they're on mandatory overtime. There's a high turnover. Mm-hmm. It seemed to me, based off of what was presented in the series, that a lot of the people that worked in that local town around the prison, they work there at the, at mm-hmm. the prison. That's yeah. their job. That's their life. So, um, you know, when you're spending that much time, like you're, it's almost like you're home. Yeah. So you start making those friendships and I'm, I'm not by any means saying that those relationships were okay. Right, but, but how do you not? Yeah. You're exactly. Person. Yeah. So that's, I'm honestly, when I was watching it, I was like, we're just going to need to have robot people work <laughs> at the prison. <laughs> Because how can you not? Like, how can you keep people from making friends, even if it's not appropriate? You're spending more time awake with these people than you do with your family. Yeah, which is probably what happens with a lot of us and our jobs For sure, outside of this mm-hmm. specific industry or career right. field, right? Um, we spend more time with the people that co-workers. we actually work with, our coworkers, um, because we're there eight hours plus, mm-hmm. like five days a week. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, he, and I can't think of his name now, the, um, the actual guard, because uh, he was found to have played some part, even oh, though he says that, that he didn't know. The guy know. that got a little bit of time and changed his name and moved away. I don't remember <laughs> yeah, his name. I think his name was JD. <laughs> <laughs> no, kidding. um... Yeah, because he actually brought the ground beef in right. um, that had the hacksaw in it that Tilly had hidden for them um, and took it to him and, uh, you know, didn't say anything to anybody else. He says that he didn't have any knowledge that that's what was happening, just took the meat up to him yeah. at his cell and gave it to him. Um, I think he was sentenced to, like, six months, but then uh, got out after four months and, like you said, yeah, like, picked up and moved. Changed his name. Because it, it's, like, basically the, one of the only jobs there is a prison, so yeah. I can't see him wanting to go back there after that. It was a very area, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, Tilly is, is super interesting to me. To this day, she denies having any sexual relationship um, with David Sweat. She doesn't like how she's portrayed in the series. Right. She said that Ben Stiller was a liar. (laughs) (laughs) Which Ben was like, I'm sticking to my guns. Okay. Um, (laughs) uh, Which I, you know, based off of what I read and stuff like that, it it seems that the information is there to support basically what some of the other um, prisoners and witnesses saw what was happening he still feels and stands by his work and says that he thinks it's a good representation mm-hmm. of what happened um for instance i do know like there were 60 to 70 notes passed um from tilly uh to directly to david sweat and then also through richard matt um which i thought was interesting that there yeah. was that many because in the series they kind of make it seem like there's only a few right and then she did take nude pictures, which she admits to doing, and supplied to them, which I can only imagine. Can you imagine, like, after they escape, and you go in there, and you're sent to, like, search their cell blocks, and you find these pictures of a staff member in the prison, and her legs are, like, spread open? Uh, no. <laughs> I feel like, what the fuck am I looking at right now? Holy shit. Um... And then they kind of give a little bit of backstory on Tilly, uh, which seems... Not a a real good one. (laughs) First off, she was no uh, nun, let's say. Okay, are you I'm not slut-shaming. It sounds like you're slut-shaming here. No, never. I would never. She liked to have a little fun. That's fine. Tilly liked to have But she was also married, so that's (laughs) kind of frowned upon. Her ex-husband was like, she was loose. <laughs> I'm not surprised that she was hanging out with the prisoners, sleeping with them, and she helped. Um, so her ex-husband, her first husband, was her high school sweetheart. I did find that out. Uh, they had one kid together, Toby, um, who... Uh, oh, it wasn't Kenny? 
They changed the name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, his name's Toby, Toby Mitchell, um, in, in real life, and, um... Her ex-husband basically said that when they were working at the factory previous to her getting employed by the prison, um, she had messed around with another staff member there, and he found out about that. So uh, they decided to try to... that was portrayed in the show. (laughs) Which was portrayed in the series accurately. Um, He (laughs) decided that they should try to work it out. And then she starts having a relationship with Lyle. So in the series, they kind of show them having sex, like, out yeah, under the... some bushes, <laughs> like, right by the parking lot. <laughs> by the parking lot. Like, okay. I was like... That looks very comfortable. <laughs> and the rocks of the dirt. Yeah. Um, what I read, though, is that they were actually caught out by the train tracks by... <laughs> which seemed to... Even better. <laughs> Why? Oh, Lord. <laughs> This is what I'm saying. Imagine someone that looks similar to you <laughs> being this stand-up person. Eagle. Yeah. You're like, well, I feel really good about myself right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so, but Lyle was married, too. They kind of don't show that uh-huh. in the series. Yeah. yeah. That's something I found out about. He was married... And he had two kids oh, at the time that they had started their okay. affair. Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting um, because they, they really didn't show that. And I'm sure, you know, they only have so much time, so they have mm-hmm. to kind of pick and choose what they're going to cover. Right. Um, but but yeah, it didn't uh, really move the story at all. So why? <laughs> why why complicate it, I guess. Why include it, yeah. Um, so eventually... Tilly divorces her husband uh, while gets a divorce from his wife and then moves in with Tilly. But they don't get married right away. Um, he does adopt Toby and then um, Toby Did basically... Did her husband give up his rights? I couldn't find movie? anything on that. Okay. I would assume that because they had put that in there, that's essentially something along those lines happened, I guess. Um, from what I was reading on several articles... Um, First husband basically said that he didn't have any relationship after that with his son, other than looking on Facebook occasionally to see what sort of pictures he was posting. And he he seemed to be, like, proud of him, like he's doing okay, okay. that kind of thing, outside of what his mom did. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, so... Uh, of course, Tilly, I think, gets hired at the prison, and people are probably going to correct us if we actually get famous somehow or people listen to this shit. <laughs> More than two people that we know. Our kids. Listen. Yeah, some of exactly. our friends, um, our spouses, etc. Um, I think in 2010 she got hired at the prison. Um, I believe Lyle was already working there. That's what I was kind of gathering from some of the articles. Okay. Um, it didn't, I mean, from what they showed of the town, it didn't look like a gangbuster of job opportunities. <laughs> yeah, like a lot was going on. No. So it's the like, prison is it. That's, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. your job. Yeah, that's and your choice. I think once the factory closed, mm-hmm. a lot of people went to go work for the prison, which included Tilly. Yeah. So she ends up becoming the tailor shop supervisor. Which while. how common is it for women to work in the men's prison? I would think that just wouldn't be a good idea. <laughs> I mean, today it seems pretty common, um, but uh, I think it's probably more male-dominated staff still. But it probably, I mean, and I'm not trying to, like, genderize this whole thing, but maybe at that time when she got hired, that was, like, the only person that they thought had enough background for sewing yeah because Mm -hmm. in the factory she was doing some sort of job like that Mm -hmm. so they may have thought well she can supervise this unit um and again i think the only way you could get into that unit is for good behavior which david sweat ended up being like the this whatever he was the lead shop lead i don't know um (laughs) (laughs) which i want to point out so david sweat they kind of i liked how ben stiller did it 
um, for both him and Richard Matt, they kind of make them look like everyday guys that uh-huh. you could relate to, uh-huh. which I think happens a lot in prison anyways. Um, you don't always know exactly what their crimes are probably when uh-huh. you're supervising them, that sort of thing. Um, and, and you know, they probably adopt adapt some sort of behavior um, for a while they're in. And a lot of them probably want to do good behavior so that they can maybe yeah. get, like, earn good time and et cetera. Uh-huh. Um, but I think it was in the sixth episode where they kind of show, like, what sort of crimes they had committed. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to talk about that, too. That was really interesting to me that they put their backstory so far into the show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was like, what's going on here? Who yeah. is this person? It caught me off guard, too, because yeah. I'm like, there, we're not even in the prison or what's happening right. or whatever. And I'm like, who's this cop? And, you know, like, because yeah. you spend a lot of time driving around with the cop, and the you sheriff, don't know yeah. who it is. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought that was very and very interesting choice that he put it in that specific episode right before the end. Yeah, and I think it's because you're like... Okay, these were, you kind of build up a little bit of a relationship. You're not sure, mm-hmm. you know, with the characters, whether mm-hmm. or not you're, you're like, oh my God, like, these guys are smart. You know, like, David Sweat is basically, like, cutting his way through it's this prison. Shawshank-ish. Yeah, which they call Tilly Shawshank. That's yeah. her nickname now, um, after all this happened. Um, but then you understand, like, okay... They really did deserve to be in prison. That they needed to be in prison. Like, these are not good people. Right. Um, yeah, because David Sweat had actually murdered a sheriff. Um, I think they had shot him, like, 15 times. That was brutal. The way they portray it, like, I think Ben Stiller did, and not, you know, like, um, while we're talking about this, obviously there's some real victims here. Yeah. Because they murdered some people and uh, brutally... Yeah. Um, I think I read that, that after they shot him 15 times, they actually ran over him yeah, and then drugged him it, through the parking yeah, lot, which that's was what horrible. what was on this show. Yeah. So, um, and that was, like, right after they had, I guess, robbed um, a residence, a house, um, and stole a bunch of guns and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and then the sheriff came on them, and that's what happened. So uh, David Sweat ends up um, going to prison for life. Uh, where he should have been for the crime that he did. Um, one thing I did read about him was uh, he lost, like, 60 days of privileges after getting caught fondling himself through his pants during a visit from his girlfriend in 2018. <laughs> I was like, how the fuck does he have a girlfriend? <laughs> Why does she come into prison? Like, I don't understand. Like, is this a pin pal? Because there's an ass for every seat. <laughs> And probably from the internet. You yeah. Know? I mean, I know you can... Life after lockup. Yeah, I'm just going to say, there's like a whole reality series. Love like after lockup. Stuff. Um, I, don't, I actually don't watch that one. So. <laughs> there's I'm glad one. you brought that up. Um, he's currently being held at Attica Special Housing Unit in solitary confinement. Yeah, I stuff. saw... I read that at the end of the movie, and then I felt bad for him because that's no life. Like, no, but... Um, Not that he doesn't deserve to be yeah, there. Yeah. Um, again, like I said, there's there's other victims in this whole thing outside of what happened with this prison escape. I mean, Richard Matt actually murdered his boss, and they showed that as well yeah. in the ser- series. Um, chopped him up. And then... Um, that was very weird. Too. Yeah. And managed to... From what I understand, at some point, I couldn't figure out timeline. He escapes or gets down to Mexico and kills somebody down there. And then he gets arrested there and goes to prison and escapes there. So he actually, this is not the first time he's escaped. He gets extradited um, back to the United States and then um, to face charges here. And then that's when he gets sent to prison, Um, which I think it was probably his whole boss murder thing that he had done at that point. Um, I thought it was interesting that the horse scene in the series is, I guess, uh, essentially actually did happen. It's supposed to be the younger version of himself when he escaped from a foster care facility and he did it on a horse. So Ben Stiller kind of 
like put that threw in that there. in there like as him escaping from the prison when they finally do um actually get out um so i thought that was a little bit interesting too that whole concept that he threw in there um I was like, was this something that he had shared with people, like other, like maybe sweat or something? Uh-huh. But apparently, no, that was like actually something that happened to him when he was a kid, oh, okay. I think 12 years old. So Yeah, I forgot about the horse, actually. Yeah. So well, that, when I was like doing a little bit I'm of like, research. Is he dreaming? What's going on? His <laughs> <laughs> daydream. Um, yeah, I mean, this took, and I like the timeline he used. It was like several months. He kind of shows where they first get the hacksaw and then they start cutting. And they had other tools that they got. It was kind of hard to figure out like whether Tilly was supporting them with those other tools or how they got a hold of them. Yeah. I kept trying to look that up, but I wasn't quite sure. Um, but they did have additional tools. There's pictures if you Google them, you can actually see the pipes and stuff that they had crawled through. Yeah, that part was giving me anxiety. Yeah, I'd probably just stay in jail. <laughs> <laughs> just forget it. Yeah, yeah, because they show him crawling I through mean, that tiny pipe, yeah, and then he like, does. No. He starts hyperventilating, and yeah. then he gets out and somehow like hooks up a fan and then blows it down the pipe, and he's able to keep crawling down so that he can. I mean, cut. he did at all. He did all he did. the work. Yeah, and yeah. he basically says he sticks. He's stuck by his story and said, "No, I did all the work as far as cutting through everything." Um, Richard Matt was basically manipulating Tilly to bring totally. in the tools. He totally was. Yeah, and I did read somewhere where a detective actually said, "No, uh, Richard Matt." does really well with the ladies somehow he attracts them and then he also made the comment that he was well endowed which i was like and he knew that because <laughs> it's like why why do you know that it's jealous and he threw that in there like a little tidbit oh like hey i got the secret all right um it doesn't hurt everyone <laughs> goes back to the having regular people i mean they totally matt richard matt whatever he totally played on tilly like yeah she was a victim waiting to happen yeah i mean she um she did say that her and lyle were having problems or whatever um but but that they love was, each other. She was just instant gratification. From yeah, go. yeah, 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 one hundred percent. I mean, she's in there. She's got all those dudes. Right. They're she's you know, some the muscular. Boss she's the, the boss. Yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. She's got some sort of power over what's happening um, in their daily activities. Um, so she she kind of portrayed a victim after everything happened but i also think that she was in enjoying it essentially yeah as the stuff was unfolding you know it's uh when he first asked her for the hacksaw he tells her that he's gonna cut frames for the artwork he's doing right and (laughs) she kind of makes it seem like she believes him in the series and even in some of the interviews I saw, that she says that that's what she thought that they were using it for. <laughs> yeah, which sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, you bake it in a cake? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even the ground beef thing. I was like, why are you taking them ground beef? And then she would bring donuts in for uh, sweat right. occasionally. And, and they then, were friends. They were friends. <laughs> she, that was his, her lead, so... <laughs> Um, and then I do know her I'm supervisor. I'm pretty sure that's frowned upon. By uh, the way. yeah. No, you are not supposed to be doing that. Um, I brought you a cookie, though. Well, I had to keep reminding myself this happened in 2015. It wasn't like it happened 20 years right? ago. Like this is more current. Like yeah, you would think that there's stuff in place to kind of robots. Stop. <laughs> robots don't care. <laughs> What you're saying is, um, no, she, I don't know if she was, wanted to stay ignorant in the whole thing. I feel like you have to kind of know, like, what are they, or thinking at least, what are they doing with this stuff? Right, but then it turned to, you're going to come with us to Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, uh... 
she basically admitted that um, they had talked about her leaving with them because he does finally tell her that they're going to escape. Um, and then she kind of says, well, I need to get out of here, which is kind of crazy because um, her and Lyle, I think at this point, had been together, I don't know, like in, in between 15 and 20 years. Right, I, I was going to say 20. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that uh, King's, King's Walk date was just so <laughs> trash. Oh my god. Yeah, I was getting there. I'm so like uh she, I just felt bad for Lyle. Like the dude. Lyle. Lyle. I know you love Tilly. If you ever hear this. If one of our friends meets you someday. One of our listeners, one of our podcasts. That's listeners. who's listening. Duh. Um Bro. <laughs> Please. <laughs> she had taken pills. What I don't even know what they were. Did they ever They're say like what they were? Sleeping pills or something. Yeah, but like okay, was the idea to just make him go to sleep? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. like permanently no, or just for a little like, while. So she could leave and take pick them up. Okay. So it wasn't to, like, kill him. No, Because there were some articles that were like, oh, no, it was to kill him. That's not how I took it. Okay, I was kind of thinking, like, maybe it was just to have him go to sleep so that he wouldn't be aware that Uh she got up in the middle of the night and was going to go pick them up. Which was why, then I'm like, are you giving this to him out King's Walk? Like, (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) So he's just going to pass out at King's Walk? So I'm not sure. I'm assuming they did go to the restaurant. I have no idea. But she did say she ended up not being able to do it. And mm-hmm. she really did have an anxiety okay. attack, from what I understand. And ended up in the hospital, which is why she never showed up to go pick them up. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, there's some embellishment by Ben Stiller and the script writers on some of the stuff that's probably happening. So um, we do know, though, there was a plan to somehow feed him have him take these pills so he would go to sleep and then she was going to leave. But she never does. Do you think that she, it was because she realized she left him or that she couldn't do it? I don't. I think she just kind of got paralyzed by the whole situation. I think it probably was like, oh shit, these guys are going to escape and now what? You know, like, I don't think she necessarily wanted to leave her little town and, you know. Yeah, it's kind of like a, I don't know, like a fantasy sort of thing. And then when it starts actually happening, you're like, oh, fuck, what am am I actually doing? Because to me, I mean, she just seemed like a small town person, which I like to call a hidey hole person. (laughs) And they just happy in their little hidey hole where they know, you know. But I think that them leaving it that's why she started freaking out. Yeah. I yeah. I mean she had a panic attack um from anxiety, ends up in the hospital. Um and then And course, maybe she was like a little bit concerned they would kill her. I mean, they I, are killers. That has to cross your mind. Right. Like and and now you're a loose end. Yeah, you get so, down to Mexico, what then? Yeah, or if even, you just give them a car and then they don't need you. And they're like, bye, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Take your damn donuts. And Thanks go. for sucking my dick while I was in prison, but I don't need you anymore. <laughs> and uh, make sure you tell everyone I'm well endowed. <laughs> Thanks, detective whatever, who provided that information. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I was actually impressed that they were uh, able to hide for that long. Right. Because I think somebody um, that I, I was reading that night that they get out of the prison and escape through the manhole, they're walking down the street in that little town and they do stop in somebody's yard and two witnesses, a couple, husband and wife, I think it was, saw them. And they um, actually provided statements to investigators, you know, the next day when once they're doing uh, roll call or whatever. Yeah, they're like, okay, they're missing, and then they start figuring stuff out, and then they're going out into the town. Which this manhunt 
By the way, costs around twenty million dollars oh for the God. state of New York to try to hunt them down. Wow. Yeah, I mean, because you don't know what they're gonna do, or yeah, no. you know what they're capable of. So you, you know, boots on the ground. You're calling all these special teams, SWATs, whatever, uh, SWATs, Hueys, <laughs> choppers, <laughs> dogs, cert, uh, um, any of those specialized teams to come out and try to find them. Uh, they make Matt look like an alcoholic during the escape when they're on the run. I don't know if that's true. I did read and see an interview um, when he ends up in that little trailer um, right before he gets shot. They did find some uh, emptied bottles of liquor um, and some other stuff uh, where they thought, okay, he was hanging out there and just drinking or whatever. But they they also made it sound like maybe um, David Sweat had been in that trailer for a short period of time, that they found remnants or indications that two people had been there. But the way they portrayed it in the series was like it was just Matt. So I don't know. Well, I mean, he uh, Sweat was in a little trailer at yeah, like, point. they were kind but of in hunting. Like um, right? Yeah, I think there was, like, some hunter cabins, like, out there spread out where mm-hmm. people would go when they're out hunting. Because I, I don't know what that fucking is. Um, I haven't <laughs> hunted ever, so. <laughs> um, but they have, like, little shacks out there where they can kind of go and hang out, I think, for the night when they're not out hunting or where, whatever they do. <laughs> looked very glamorous. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> what is it? Oh, he drinks the water from that Yeah, water. after Sweat said, don't drink it, you'll get sick. He, he freaking drinks it, it anyway. And, and then, then goes... he's like, blows up the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm sick. He's like, I told you. <laughs> like, I was surprised that they stayed together, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, as long as they did. Um but I think even, I want to say that I read in one article that Ben Stiller actually asked David Sweat when he had sat down with him to talk to him about this escape. Um, basically, like, dude, you probably could have made it across right, the that's Canadian what border. Hunt said. Yeah, if you had not helped Matt. You didn't stay with him. Yeah. You and, would have um, over. He said that he thinks that they had some sort of bond together that... Uh, Sweat just kept trying to help Matt. I feel along. like Matt was just masterful in manipulating yeah, people. Yeah, 100%. I also feel like. I that don't way. think if it was reverse, Matt would have given oh, two shits no. about Sweat. <laughs> <been> like, <laughs> fuck you, dude. Yeah. yeah. He would have been like, peace, I'm saving myself. Yeah. So I think he just was masterful at using people Mm -hmm. for what he needed yeah i agree and i think um i mean david sweat was younger than matt um and he probably looked up to him because he seemed like like matt was kind of like the shot caller of the unit or at least that's how they represented it um and so they have a little bit of power over the other prisoners and it seemed like he had a lot of power over what david sweat was doing while he was in so there was probably still some of that going on. How long that would have lasted if they had escaped across the border and made it to wherever they thought they were going, I don't know. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so he ends up shooting at a vehicle that's going by, um, Matt does, and they call authorities yeah. and say, we've been a shot at. <laughs> and then they go out there. And I'm like, what is he doing? Like, Yeah. I don't. So I'm not sure if the alcohol was playing into that and he just wasn't making good decisions. That I mean, granted, I'm not sure. Or perhaps he was delirious with hunger, as I would be. (laughs) 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 Yeah. He just uh, did not seem like the outdoorsy survival man. I mean, Sweat totally did. Yeah. And uh, I was kind of looking at some um, pictures of uh, Matt, you know, before when he before he went to prison and then his pictures, his profile while he was in prison. He seemed like he had picked up weight. I don't know how active he was. 
they certainly made him seem like he couldn't keep up with David Sweat uh-huh, right. while he was out there in the forest and they were climbing some of those crazy ravines and creeks and stuff like that to try to get away. Um, and he was just like a total risk taker, too. Like, yeah. when they saw that cop and he's like, I'm gonna shoot him. And yeah. They, and Sweat's like, just yeah. settle Dude. down. Dude. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, that'll be it. Yeah, he was really trying to stay under the radar and calm him down. So he did seem hot-headed. I mean, um, I'm not going to lie. I kind of wanted Sweat to make it. I did. <laughs> like, I felt for him. I don't, the guy that played him just seemed like Paul. a young, kind of lost kid. And I know he was a killer. And that I didn't like that episode. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he was a likable person. Yeah, um, for a for a convicted felon. Okay, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, Tilly wasn't very likable. Like, yeah, she I, was I, mean to her husband. Yeah, she talked down to him a lot. Um, she was very self absorbed. It was all about her. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, Matt was just a manipulator trying to get out. But I do want to this out there. Yes. David Sweat, though, before he shot the sheriff, he... <laughs> I shot the sheriff. <laughs> but I did not Sweat shoot the, the sheriff. Um, I'm not going to quit my day job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably way out of tune. Um, he had a long uh, juvenile and young adult criminal history leading up to this. So um, he was no good person. I'm yeah. just saying, well done, Ben Stiller. <laughs> You have to, like, you have to feel something for them. No, no, no. I So, uh, yeah, let's separate a little bit. I think as a corrections officer, when you're working in these prisons, you have to treat these individuals <laughs> <Robots>. as a... <laughs> <laughs> you have to treat them as people, right? Mm-hmm. Not based off of... The fact that you that know they've killed a lot of people. Yeah, we all make mistakes, right? Who's <laughs> with me? I didn't. I didn't chop anybody up into tiny They all pieces. ask for it if you ask me. <laughs> I'm just oh my god! Yeah, I liked how he showed the relief wash over his face as he saw the border, the Canadian border, because yeah, he had reached it. Psych. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think a local police officer actually spots him and feels like the situation's not right. So he starts calling out to him. And I think I read that he was, like, a mile away from the border. So he was, like, that close to actually making it across. Which, you know, if they had found him in Canada, I think we have an agreement with them to extradite. So he probably would have been brought here. But I don't know how long he could have stayed underneath. He seemed pretty smart. Maybe he would have got up there and then just, I don't know, blended in. in the forest. Yeah. (laughs) Said A. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, But, yeah, that cop actually stops him. And then when he, or tries to, anyways, he takes off running, I read. And then he um, puts two bullets into him. Yeah. Um, which they said he almost died, I guess, um, but recovers and then um, is brought back so that he can face the music. Get um, more time at it. <laughs> well, he's in there for life anyway. Yeah, I mean, what do you got to lose, I guess? Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, yeah, which is basically, like, what they were striving for. Like, hey, we don't have anything to lose, so let's try to escape here if we can. And then, um, and you've got this manip- easily manipulated hoe. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no slut shaming on this show. <laughs> you get it, girl. <laughs> I like how when she's in the factory, like working on the other job before the prison, and, and the one her coworker that's sitting next to her is like, "You can't keep doing this." She's like, "I'm just trying to bust a nut." <laughs> Patricia Arquette, I love you. train tracks. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm this like, Tilly, stop it. Stop it, Tilly. <laughs> um, and Lyle. 
yeah, sticks wild. with her. Yeah, so she got released. When did she get released? Was it 2020? Oh, um, yeah, she's on home confinement or yeah, whatever. Yeah, she is. Yeah, and, um, and he, he was, was there, there to pick her up. Yeah. She got out of prison, I think, a little bit after four years. So she was denied parole. I think, I think she went up to, yep, um, she went before seven. the board three times and was denied. Um, and then they finally decided to release her. They granted her parole. So she's on DOC. Um, and Lyle was there to pick her up. And she is living at their house that they had before this whole incident. In that same town. In the same town. Wow. Yes. Um, and calling Ben Stiller a liar. (laughs) (laughs) We're probably going to reopen all the wounds because all of our fans are going to be like, have you heard this series? Let's all take a road trip to this town and find her. Be like, Lyle, we're setting you free, Lyle. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Lyle. He's, he has said he's stuck to like, by her side, has said that she basically told him um, that they made her do it. He's believed her all the way through. He loves her. Um, her son, the same thing. Toby has uh, had did a couple interviews after the whole escape and um, supported his mom the entire time, even, even when she went to trial, and said that everything was a huge mistake. She was a good person, that kind of thing, which I, you know, as a kid, what else do you say? Right. Your mom is basically implicated well, in this whole that thing. You can be a good person, but yeah, be a I'm selfish not, person. Yeah, and by be no means am I saying she's an evil person. Right. I don't think she is. I I think she But I think she definitely did it. Yes. So Yeah, and I have a hard time believing her when she says that she didn't have any sort of sex or anything with sweat. Um given the Writing stuff that was the happening. Notes, the naked pictures. The naked pictures. He, they did actually sneak a shirt of his, um, Matt did. He sm- He really did sneak a shirt to her that had his scent on it. Sweat scent. <laughs> sweat, <And> sweat. Sweat, <laughs> sweat. Sweat, sweat. <laughs> yeah, and that's not what you do, like, if you're friends with someone. <laughs> hey, can I have your shirt? So I can smell it when you're not around. But we're just friends. Like, come on. I know. Um, And this person just wanted to bust their nut. (laughs) I'm just trying to bust my nut. That line is classic. Um, I don't know if she actually said it. If she did, fuck yeah, Tilly. (laughs) You get it, girl. (laughs) I'm a railroad track. No less. Um, oh, Lord. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't, you know, whether, I'm assuming they'll probably just stay together forever. Who Until she meets someone else. <laughs> In the prison. <laughs> well, and then that was kind of creepy, too, when that guy was like, hey, I have parties for ladies going away or whatever. That creepy guy said. Yeah. It yeah. didn't portray... These officers in a good light. No, and I did see there was a documentary that came out on Netflix. I, I don't remember what it was called. Um, I tried to look for it uh, a couple it weeks was ago. Called Bring in the robots. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it was a son of one of the correction officers that worked there when all of this was happening. And it was supposed to be their perspective on what was going on. So I think it was kind of like, a, hey, I we don't want to look like bad guys. Here's what was happening from our point of view. Um, but it just kind of seemed like everybody was loosey-goosey with like what was <laughs> happening in the prison. You know, nobody was checking their lunchboxes and stuff like that. I mean... She so it was it easy me. for this to happen. Yeah. I mean, it was like the perfect storm of things. Yeah. Yeah. A combination of stuff. And mind you, it it, it happened six years ago. Like, not that far yeah. off. Well, when you consider 2020 was like 20 years long. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That puts a little distance. My son was like, we're still in 2020 the other day. <laughs> oh, God. Um. Yeah. So... I don't know. I 
Toby, I guess, had some problems after his mom went to prison for uh, her whole part in this thing, this escape. Um, How old was Toby at this time, Dina? I think he was early 20s. Um, I don't know if he was still in the Air Force, because he was in the Air Force. I did, and I actually found um, a picture of him with his mom, Tilly, and Lyle. I don't, I'm assuming it was uh, basic training graduation when he took the picture. Um, But I know he was married and him and his wife had some DV stuff, but he did complete some um, counseling and they dropped the charges against him. And he has said, during some interviews that he's really struggled with what's happened, even though he still supports his mom, which I don't know how you don't. Right, yeah. You know, because your mom, it, you know, you grow up with these values, and then you find out your mom's been sleeping with these prisoners and then help them escape. You'd be like, oh, what the fuck happened? Like, you start questioning everything. Right. Um, but, yeah, I just. <laughs> Not a good look, really. <laughs> I'm on your side, Tilly. I'm going to keep saying that. Um, no, but I mean, it, it was done really well. <laughs> on your side. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was. It was done kidding. really well. I, I had heard it when it had won the awards and stuff. And I was like, what is this? I didn't even really, I was like, eh. Yeah, I think it came to the theater. I wanted to see it. I think I was still like neck deep in my, um, bachelor's degree. So I don't think we went to go watch it at the theaters, but I still had it on my radar. And then um, we binge-watched it over a weekend, and I was like, oh, my God, this is fantastic. Yeah. I wish I would have watched it sooner. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. You um, could probably get, like, free show time or, you know, yeah. you can do, like, trials. And I'm pretty sure it's available on Amazon. If you have a membership for Amazon Prime, you can watch it there. <laughs> I think you do have to pay a rental fee. Three dollars. Uh, fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> and your dick rocket. <laughs> That's a what show is it for called? Another day. Blue, Blue origin. Blue balls. <laughs> Should be called that. It's called waste of money. What? Is, okay, so I dollar dollar bill, yo. <laughs> We're going off on a tangent a little bit. I actually saw. Okay, I am impressed with the whole like them taking off. We are tangenting. <laughs> Tangential. What he, but afterwards he came down, he was like, this couldn't have happened without the customers and all the staff. And I'm like, you motherfucker. Yeah. Because they are baking in your warehouses. Yeah. And you are not paying them And then them a he did that wage. creepy Dr. Evil laugh. Like, what? <laughs> oh, God. Jeff. Fuck you, Jeff. And I love you, Tilly. Tilly, we, are, we got you, girl. Jeff, go fuck yourself. Women unite. Patriarchy. <laughs> Anyways, um, please watch the series. I know it came out a couple, 2018, a few years ago now. 20 years ago. <laughs> the Escape happened in 2015. Go out and it watch some interviews. It's a good show. It's worth watching for yes. sure. Yes. Yeah. And it's actually one of the only series or whatever you want to call it that me and um, my friend here actually agree on. I know. Um, Starting off gangbusters, <laughs> we agree. <laughs> Usually I'm like, it sucked and I hated it. And I'm like, no, 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 but wait. <laughs> but wait. But you do got to look at it from this way. I'm like, damn it. And that's why we're doing this podcast. <laughs> and that's why our next selection will be the movie Old. <laughs> I cannot wait to go watch that movie. I know you already I watched it. I can't wait for you to no go. No spoilers. Nope. Um, no words. Yes. So that will be our next review. Um, hope you enjoyed this. Uh, if you like us, please tell your friends. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Even though, where's this going to be? We don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to mail it out to people. We don't even know if anybody's going to like it. But we're doing it anyways. Um, But yeah, that's us signing out. We hope you enjoyed. And we'll see you next time. Yeah.